G'day guys, Chad here again. It's Monday night after work. Potty number five. Um, if this is your first time listening, uh, Blue Collar Perspective is my podcast. It's basically a working man's view, what's happening in the world, some things that are in the news at the moment, some random topics and that and I like to throw in. Talk about things like family and mates. Um, yeah, and just have my opinion. Um, as I say in most podcasts, um, I'm entitled to my opinion, so I'm going to have it. We don't live in a dictatorship. Okay, what's been in the news this week? The first one I'm going to get out of the way. Um, lo and behold, wow. It's been proven that George Pell knew about historic child sexual abuse, even though he's out living it up. You know, he's known about it. Yeah, I brought this up in my very first podcast. This has really got me going, this sort of thing. Um, what I, I don't understand why people like that are still breathing, why why they're free to roam. Um, as I said before, we don't need to go too far into it. Whether he's indirect, whether he's directly done it himself or indirectly known about it, which has been proven he's known about it, even though he's out, um, you're guilty, mate. Yeah. That's the end of it. We was only just talking this afternoon, actually, with a couple of good workmates and um, about this sort of thing. And, you know, it relates to, you know, do we do we bring back capital punishment for, for these sorts of crimes? Oh, I'd be happy to, to have it myself. Um, bring out the old stock out in public in the main main street. Um, send a message to these sorts of people that that commit these sorts of crimes. Um, I'd be happy to go out of my way and throw a tomato or you know throw rotten eggs at, at these sorts of perpetrators um, and basically let them die a long, lonely, slow, painful death. As far as I'm concerned, um, but that's where I stand on that. The other main thing that was in the news, um, the, the, the aggressive terminology used um, against some of the NRL players that, that didn't want to have the flu shot. I mean, anti-vaxxer because you refused to have a flu shot. I mean, that's a little bit of an aggressive terminology. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I was understood that you know, people that are anti-vaxxer, um, people that that don't want to have, you know, the, the hep B and, and all their, their shots and that um, for their children. You know, they, you know, in the past we've had polio and, and and the measles and all those sorts of things and that that you get when, you, um, when you're a child. I mean, to, lo- to use the terminology anti-vaxxer against... Um, a handful of NRL players that that don't want to have a flu shot. I mean, you know, that's a little bit. I think that's a bit over the top. I mean, I'm I'm myself. I'm I'm pro-choice and that sort of thing. I mean, I've I've had my flu shots in the past. Um, I haven't had it for a few years myself. I, I know when I have had it, I'm lucky to work for an organisation that actually is proactive in that. They offer it up um, at the start of winter season as they have done again 
this year. But uh, like I said, uh, I'm about pro-choice. I haven't had it for a few years. Um, but I have had it in the past. Um, well, I just basically think it's it's choice. I mean, I know the, the couple of times in that that I have had it in the past, I've you know, had a, you know, a, a probably commonplace that you end up getting sick anyway. Um, now, that, that's kind of steered me away from that sort of thing. And um, um, myself in the last few years have gone away from um, uh, taking any sort of medication for, you know, you say back pain and, and things like that and um, going down a, a different path with, with, with treatment. Um, and it's been beneficial and, you know, I haven't looked back for about probably two and a half, three years. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's a, like I said, I think it's a little bit of an aggressive statement and, and to, you know, ostracize these guys and, and stand them down because they didn't want to have a flu shot. I mean, you know, I didn't get stood down because I, at my workplace, because we were offered it. I mean, there's guys that did and didn't have it. Um, like I said, good on you if, if you want to have it and good on you if you don't like, you know, to be stood down um, over not taking a flu shot from your your employment, I think that's um, it's probably a little bit of a step too far. I think um, you know there's I'm sure that there's um, there's ways in that that are around it to to enable these guys to play. Um, you know when you think of these guys playing rugby league at the moment that are um, being in jail and for domestic violence and and um and assaults and stuff like that but to um stand a player down because he doesn't want to have a flu shot i mean it's a little bit hypocritical um again it just highlights another area where the sporting cards and in particular the nrl gets itself into trouble with how they um inconsistently deal with with things like this um i've mentioned it before that yeah it seems like you know like a I think I said on the last podcast, you know, rugby league's a rugby league's game that keeps on giving, and every week it seems to be something. They're probably sensationalised a little bit by the media too, so they're somewhat to blame as they are with with um, with the media coverage of the coronavirus and and, and, and fear factoring and, and whatnot as well. See, in particular, the the whole toilet paper debacle and and um, and hand sanitizers and all those sorts of things has been um, abused, I think. Anyhow, the next thing I want to get into, um, that's basically the things in that that I've picked up from the media in the last week or so. Um, that's what I want to talk about. I hope you've got, got something out of that. That's, that's my point of views on, on those particular things. But the next thing I want to go on about is personal accountability. Um, and, 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 you know, it links into, you know, basically the statement is... Um, if you do the crime, then do the time. Um, and and the fascination with, I think in Australia too, we do it a lot, is why, why do we applaud or laud people that have, you know, for the better word, fucked up in society and done the wrong thing, whether it be, you know, cr- crimes, uh, violence, drugs, or what, whatever you want to call it. Why do we uh, applaud and laud these people that, that turn their lives around more so than the the person down the road or the eighty five percent or ninety percent of the population that that doesn't do the wrong thing. Um, they sort of just sort of you know 
fly under the radar a bit, but it seems to be that a person that that does you know, you know make mistakes in life and make make poor choices um, seems to you know cop a bit more attention and, and positive attention because they've turned their lives around. Um, that, that's where you know, accountability and, and and responsibility for your actions comes in, and I think um, we, we we need to look at. As a society, why why do we do those sorts of things? Why do we um, why do we applaud those sorts of people when, like I said before, the um, average guy down the road or, or lady down the road that do, that doesn't do the wrong thing, um, sort of, yeah, like I said, flies under the radar, doesn't get any special attention, doesn't get uh, you know, a pat on the back, doesn't seek a pat on the back, mind you, um, but these uh, these other people who um, that do these sorts of things or have or make these mistakes in life tend to be the ones that that um, try to glorify themselves anyhow that leads into uh, that's what I wanted to bring up has been a bit on my um on my mind the last week or so so I get that off my chest hopefully um, you understand what I'm talking about the next thing I want to talk about is is surrounding yourself with the types of people that are draining on you, like negative, draining people. Um, that oh, it's they're hard to shake loose to a degree, um, and and they have, a, you know, they they do tend to have an adverse effect on your own mental health and 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 your own positivity. If you are a positive person, I think of you know myself. I, I do my best to to be a positive person and, and happy kind of go-lucky, um, free-willed kind of person. I, th- I think I am. I do pretty good at it. But it, it, there's always those people in, uh, whether they be friends or workmates or, you know, family or extended family members, you know, they can tend to have a, a, a ripple effect on your um, your own um, uh, mental health or your own, I don't know if psychology is the word to use. I'm not sure. It wasn't. And that educated, I try to use big words to sound smart, but probably don't. But um, maybe should listen to this podcast later. Um, anyhow, yeah, like like I said, it's very hard to shake those sorts of people loose if if um, if they're in your life and and you you don't really want them to be. Um, but it's important to try and surround yourself on the positive side to surround yourself with good people um, whether they be family or friends or good good workmates and, and things like that friends from the past I've as I've said before I've, I've got um, so I've got where I work now I've got some good mates and, and that some some really good mates and that that I spend a bit of time with um, outside of work as golf and, and social dues and stuff like that and I've also got some um, some very good friends from from years ago when I was younger and in particular the guys um, from, from the army and that, that I lived and worked with many years ago, um, which I'm going to tell a funny story to end the, end the podcast about those days a bit later on. Um, yeah, so I think it's important to, to try and surround yourself with with uh, good, positive people um, and, and, and try and block out, you know, the, the negative, uh, draining life sucking people that that um can have a, an effect on your mental health 
Um, yeah, and like I said, um, it, it, it's much better if you um, try and try and live a positive life if for your mind and and, and for your body because I think if you have a positive mind, you, you know, it has a, a, a healthy um, effect on your physical well well being and, and that as well. Um, and you know, you can have friends and good friends and and positive friends and um, partners, husbands, wives, girlfriends. No, boyfriends, all that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Anyhow, hopefully you understand what I was was getting at. The people that know me will um, hopefully understand what I'm talking about there. Um, the next thing I'm going to cut to end with is a couple of funny stories. Like I said, I've, I've already spoken to the boys, and I said I'd tell some scallywag things and that that got up to in my younger days and. And there's a couple of couple of little funny little stories. I hopefully you get a laugh if you're listening. I think I've got a viewing audience at the moment of about seven, or listening audience. Sorry, because um, I've got a head for radio. So my mate Wayne tells me, um, and he he features in one of these stories. So Wayne, you're gonna get it in this one. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, the first, like I said, the, the mates and that, that I was in the army with and many years ago, we're down in uh, a place called Aubrey Wodonga, being the up doing some training, and we decided, what Wayne, Wayne being a Victorian, uh, Mexican, whatever you want to call him, um, they call them scallops, uh, what do they call, potato, they call scallops, potato cakes down in Victoria, we had many an argument over that, um, I was backed up by Jim, because he's from New South Wales as well, and um, my other mate, Darren Oz, those two names, the same person um, said before, he's a Victorian as well, so he'd probably back Wayne up. So it was kind of two on two with with that sort of thing, potato cakes, scallops, whatever, boys. Um, New South Wales wins that argument there. What do you reckon? Okay. But uh, anyhow, this story does, um, doesn't involve Oz. He wasn't, wasn't here, this particular story, but I'm going to tell another story to, um, a bit later about... Um, uh, one of mine and Aussie's adventures when we were living up in Townsville. Um, basically, Wayne being a Victorian, and we were on the board doing some training down over at Um uh, We went, Wayne decided it was a good idea one weekend to go to a BNS ball. And if you don't know what that means, it's Bachelors and Spencers ball. And country Victoria, it's basically uh, piss up, um, punch up, spew up. Dance, barn, utes, loud music, you know, anything goes, basically. So we went down to this BNS and we, we got dressed up as you do, like me, Jim and Wayne, you know, well-respected young soldiers at the time, you know, doing the right thing, you know, clean-cut boys. And so we decided, you know, we'd get well-dressed. We, we all had our slacks, uh, collared shirt and ties. There's a photo an old digital print of us um, before we went down there at uh, Wayne's place at the time before we head on out there. Um, well, yeah, like I said, if you don't know what a BNS ball, well, yeah, just get blind drunk and run a mark, basically dance, carry on, you know. All Basically anything goes, especially down there in country Victoria at the time. I can't even think of a place where it was. It might have been Mary, some Maryville that area um anyhow well i'm sure wayne will correct me later on or 
in the next week or so. If he if he listens to this, I'll send it to him later. Um, yeah, so we, we were down there, we were drinking all night, just having a really good time. Like I said, we were well-dressed. And Wayne decided it was a good idea to go and... We, I was dressed up nice, had a nice tie, and Wayne decided it was... You know, we were pretty pretty drunk at the time, and Wayne decided it was a good idea to, to bite my tie and rip at it like a dog and, and try and rip it off my neck. And, um, you know, lo and behold, the rest of the night, I've been around with a chewed tie and, you know, all tied up around my neck. You know, very hard to undo because it's like imagine a knot being wound up so tight as one of it was these old school ties that were sort of kind of thin and went all real tight. So I was, I think it ended up just turfing it or cutting it off or something like that. Yeah, so that's how it gives you an idea of how drunk we we were that night. Went Wayne going and pretending he was a dog trying to bite my tie off and and rip at it like a um like a mongrel dog. But yeah, look, uh, BNS ball. It was yeah first and only one I've ever been to. It was a great night, drank so much, um, and it was it wasn't just you, know, you drank all night. It was well into the to the next morning and the wee hours of the next day. I think I drove down. Um, I had a Subaru Leone at the time, and we drove down from from being here. Oh, I can't remember. It might have been a couple hour drive or something like that. I'd imagine it's the Hume Highway or something that we drove down. Um, but yeah, and, and, and yeah, we'd been, been running amok, um, being dancing, carrying on, going, you know, as per usual, cause I was there, we had no luck with the women, but, um, anyhow, we drinking all night and well into the next morning, we decided to, obviously, I think it was, we cleared our heads and we ended up driving back the next day or something like that. It might've been a Friday or Saturday night or something like that, or we drove back late, in the afternoon or something on the next next day, we're driving up the highway. It was because, as I said, it was my car and I was driving at the time, and it'd been a big night, and um, we're pretty tired. And, and I started to um, Jim was in the front, Wayne was asleep on the back seat, laying down, of course. Um, unlike Wayne, usually you'd be saying those things about me, Wayne, laying down on the job, but being a bit what was that terminology you used to say? Idle, that's right. That's right, boys. I used to get called that a lot, laying around and being a bit lazy. Thanks, boys. Um, anyhow, we were driving back up the highway, back up to Aubrey-Wodonga, and I, I, like I said, Jim was in the front, Wayne was asleep on the back seat, and I think I was probably nodding off a little bit. Started to veer off the road, and Jim being alert, the oldest, most sensible one, or slightly oldest, but generally the most sensible one out of us, even though he did run a market times. Jim, you're not getting out of it lightly, mate. You did you did cause a ruck, um, a ruckus more than your fair share, son. So but in this time out, thankfully he was he was awake and I and grab and uh, grabbed the steering wheel and then I think we um otherwise we might have um ended up in, in the bushes on the side of the highway or something. Wayne would have been asleep none the wiser. Um, probably still snoring, but yeah, that was that was basically our short adventure down there in in Victoria, hitting it, sort of a um, a smash and grab, I suppose, on a BNS. Yeah, like I said, we we drank, we had a really good night. Wayne bit my tie off like a mongrel dog, and you know, choked me, and I couldn't get off, so I ended up having to lose the tie and cut cut it off. 
um, an adventure driving back, I think it was the next day after or something like that, whatever it was up the highway and nearly falling asleep and, and parking the car in the bushes on the side of the highway. Um, so yeah, but if you get the chance and you're a young man, you ever get the chance, I don't even know if they still have them, um, get, get yourself, um, the opportunity to go to a BNS, they're a great night, um, and yeah, really, really good, good fun if you can, if you can do it in the country, even, even better, um, yeah. Anyhow, I'll move on to the next short, quick, funny story that I said, tell Oz, um, when we were living up in Townsville, Oz was into, Oz, uh, one of the things that Oz was into, other than inflicting pain on himself with Tattoo and, and Prince Albert's was, <clears throat> sorry about that, was shooting and, and, and that sort of thing. So we decided to go for a drive in his girlfriend's at the time, little Honda Prelude with air conditioning and stuff like that out, <clears throat> out Charters Towers Road, out west of Townsville, I think it was. You know, just pull over the side of the road and drive in the bush and up on a property. We had, um, I was had a couple of weapons and they were fully licensed, so it's all legit. So don't, please don't, you know, get. If anybody's listening that probably wants to dob, then you know, it was all legit in, in that sense. We both had licenses and anyway, and, and weapons at the time. Um, before you could, you know, I think it was it would have been before the the Port Arthur massacre, so it was before the buyback. Whenever that was, I think what was that ninety. That might have been, when was the Port Arthur Massacre, 98 or 99 or something, I'm not, I'm not sure. Anyhow, yeah, so we, we decided to go for driving, we started, you know, go for a bit of a shoot and shoot some, some things in the trees and all that sort of thing we probably shouldn't have. Um, just, you know, drive around a property and, and have a bit of fun and, and, and that was good, like you could do those sort of things those days um, and, um and not get into too much trouble as if you've ever been west of Townsville on Charters Towers Road, it's fairly um wide open spaces and, and not a lot of um well it was at the time twenty something years ago. Um haven't been up there for a long time. There's yeah, it's maybe all residential now nowadays. Um or more um infrastructure up there. like I said, I haven't been up there for a long time. But yeah, it was it was a it was a bit of fun, something we got up to, and um, on the way back we decided. <clears throat> I was thought it'd be uh, like at least when we went up there, we had the intention of going off road a little bit in his girlfriend's little Honda. <clears throat> at the time, she probably wouldn't have been happy about that, but he, I well, didn't particularly care at the time. Um, yeah, so at least we went off the beaten track and 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 had, was shooting in the trees and all that sort of thing, mucking around and, and whatnot. Um, being sensible, but being, being a little bit silly too. But so I decided on the way back, he did, to pull over on the side of the highway because he saw something on the side of the road <clears throat> that he wanted to have a shot at. So, yeah, got down low off the side of the highway. <clears throat> I sort of leaned over the fence and had a shot at something on the side of the highway. Now, you can imagine what would happen these days if you, if you did that. I, I mean, I know it was only 20 years ago, but... Kids, if there's any young ones listening, there's so many things and that that you've been robbed of, and I'm sure my generation has been robbed of, of previous generations as well, um, being able to do things without um, bureaucracy and, and licensing and and mobile phones, people taking photos and dobbing you in and 
and, and, and those sorts of things. So yeah, that was that was a bit um, that was a bit of fun. Um, we had a good time. I had a really good uh, few years living up there with the boys, and, and like I said, fellas, I hope you aren't getting offended by any of the stories and that that I'm telling. I'd just like to um, share my um, my funny things and, and my youth with anyone who wants to listen. Albeit seven or eight of you, I think. You know, hopefully you're all getting a laugh. There's um, I try to remember the details, boys, but it's it's quite difficult. Um, you know, getting getting on a bit and then remembering things from it's a long time ago. So some some of the details may slip, and I'm sure you're saying no, 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 no. We did that, but but yeah, I'm sure there's plenty more stories, and I think there will be. I've got pl- plenty more up up in my head, and that that um that I remember that we can um, we can share with our massive audience of about seven or eight people um, and probably about five of those are family. So I'm going good with this podcast, just so you know, boys. Um, yeah, so, and it's on Spotify too. Can you believe that? I'm not even getting paid for it. Anyhow, hopefully someone's getting a laugh. Right, next week, um, potty number six it'll be. Can you believe that? I've lasted this long. Yeah, maybe the, the Irish coming out of me. Because I never thought I was a really good talker but or communicator, but maybe as you get older, you know, deep down on my, on my nan's side. Um, yeah, she's got Irish in her blood. Maybe it's filtered down somewhere. Kissed the Blarney Stone when I was over there, but yeah, it probably maybe helped me a little bit. My sister kissed that too, but she didn't need to. I sometimes think my son has sn- snuck over to Ireland in 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 his daydreams or something and kissed it because sometimes he from when he wakes up in the morning he he likes to jibber jabber from wake up time till till bedtime again. Um, just a quick uh, thank you uh, to it was recently it was Mother's Day on Sunday. I'm very lucky that um, I've got a loving and cherishing, nurturing, affectionate mother, um, and on behalf of myself and my sister. Um, thank you, Mum. You're a fine example of not only a mother but a grandmother as well. I try to tell you. Um, as much as I can, sometimes I forget. They probably do take you for granted a little bit sometimes, but never rest, Mum. That you know, you do that. You know that well, I do love you more than anything. Um, and that's from me and Amanda, and my son. Too. He's got a wonderful grandmother. Um, oh, very lucky. Very lucky you are, Riley. Um, so, yeah, I'll end on that because that's a positive. And um, hopefully we'll see something good in the news, bad in the news, something that's been beat up. We might um, bring it up in the next potty, and that'll be potty number six. And hopefully I'll have some more funny stories and might talk a little bit more about um, family and I'm sure I'll think up some other weird topics um, if you're into watching good sci-fi at the moment I'm not plugging it because I don't um, get any retainer or anything though but I'm watching a really good show on Netflix at the moment it's called Into the Night it's um, a sci-fi show and yeah anyway it's a little bit dubbed in, in, in like the English is dubbed um, and uh, but it's um, a really good show and I'm off to watch an episode or two before I um, 
have something to eat for dinner. Anyhow, guys, this is Chad signing off. See you next time on potty number six. Thanks, guys. Bye.